Welcome back to our podcast. Today, we'll be talking about the criteria used to design and manage protected areas. We hope you like it, and if you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to send us a message. So the criteria for consideration when designing protected areas include size, shape, edge effect, corridors, and proximity to potential human influence, also known as buffer zones. This has a lot of relationship with the island biogeography theory, which states that smaller conservation areas contain fewer species and lower diversity than large areas. Research designers have been using these ideas to ensure maximum preservation of species within conservation areas. The first criteria we're going to talk about is the size of the area. The first conclusion is that large is preferable to small areas because of more habitats and species that can coexist. Also, there's less edge effect. The second point is because one large area is preferable over several small ones, again, because this reduces the edge effect it has. The second criteria we're going to be talking about is the shape of the area. So round is ideal for the conservation area as it has less edge effect. Hi, my name is Ignacia. Florencia already talked to you about um, the two out of three criterions that come to, into consideration when designing protected areas. Now I'm going to talk to you about the third one, the last one, is about corridors. Uh, corridors have benefits and also disadvantages. Benefits of linking reserve by corridors are the gene, by, gene flow by migration, there is more seasonal movement, also the collision reduces, and there is buried two species. Then, with the disadvantages, um, it, can, it can produce outbreeding depression, invasion of pests, increasing edge conditions, and obstruction. Inside of corridors, we have the edge effect. At the edge of a protected area, there is a change in, a, in abiotic factors. Edge effects attract species that are not found deeper in the area and may also attract foreign species. This leads to competition and overall reduction of diversity. Then we have buffer zones. These buffer zones are areas around conservation areas. Most successful protected areas are surrounded by buffer zones as they minimize disturbance from outside influences. So that would be all to, for today. Uh, as Lorencia said at the beginning, we hope you like this podcast. We really put so much effort into this. And I hope, um, and remember, if you have any question or suggestion, uh, feel free to leave us a message. And also, if you have any other topic that you're interested in for us to talk about, uh, also send us a message with the topic and we will be researching for that so so in that way we we will be able to send us to send you information thank you for listening